Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi there, you are listening to the Daily Home Edit, the official podcast from the team at Home Beautiful. I'm Feech editor Holly Byrne, and today I'm joined by a very inspiring lady, Lottie Diel. She's a former colleague, actually, and the founder of Banish, an eco-friendly and plastic-free online store on a mission to help us reduce our waste and ecological footprint. Welcome to the studio, Lottie. Thanks for having me. Now, the last time I saw you, you were the digital content manager at Women's Health and Men's Health here at Pacific. Before Banish, is your background in journalism? Yes, it is. So I actually did a degree of journalism or media and communications and nutrition, weirdly enough. Right. At uni. And when I was kind of studying, everybody was like, well, what's your end goal? Because those are two very, very bizarre common like degrees to do together. And literally I was just like, well, I have to work at a health magazine. And it was so lucky that I just kind of was able to move to Sydney after I graduated and then work my way up to working at, yeah, Women's Health and Men's Health magazine. That's amazing. So then from there, how did Banish come to be? So as part of our roles at, as you kind of know, being um, a journalist yourself, you kind of become a bit of a guinea pig. So I was trialling out Mark Wahlberg's daily routine, which I don't know if you know too much about Mark Wahlberg, but he wakes up at 4am every day and then he meditates and then he prays and then he works out for like an hour and a half. It's a bit insane. But I was like, okay, you know what? I'll try it. Like he says that you're more creative when you wake up that early. So did this tried and tested story for men's health and started waking up at 4am in the morning and meditated. Shocking at meditating. I think I lasted like two minutes and I was like, okay, cool. I'm done now. Not religious. So I was like, well, I can't really pray for an hour and a half now. So as every kind of millennial does, I just got on my computer at 4am. I was like, cool, what can I do now? Nothing had changed on social media since I'd gone to bed. And I was like, you know what? It was about February that I started doing this. And I thought, well, I should go back to my New Year's resolutions because they were already going off and I was not hitting any of them. And I'd made all of these New Year's resolutions. They were kind of to run a marathon and to lose all of this weight and to kind of become a whole new human being. But one of them was to reduce my waist. And I didn't put any hard deadlines on it. I didn't say that I wanted to cut out X number of kilos of waste or I wanted my, to reduce my carbon footprint to be this. I just said I wanted to be better for the do better for the environment. So that's what I thought at 4am. I was like, well, maybe I should research what my next sustainable swap would be. And being a journalist, kind of go down that rabbit hole and you don't even know where you are or what hour it is. And I decided that I would look into what the best type of straw was. So ditching plastic straws, huge, big thing. Everybody's saying we need to do it. So I was like, okay, so is a stainless steel straw, a bamboo straw or a silicon straw the best option? It literally took me an hour to research and to go through all of this kind of these studies and kind of where straws end up and the process behind straws and everything. And I realised that, okay, so stainless steel straw is the best one for me. Oh, good. I was dying to find out. I have one in my handbag, so I'm glad. Perfect. Good kicking goals. So I ordered my stainless steel straw online and it came the next morning and it was individually wrapped in plastic. I got a six pack 
each one was covered in plastic. And I was like, well, what is the point? I was like, I just spent all of this time, precious hours at 4am researching this. And I kind of went, well, if we want people to reduce their waste, it needs to be so easy that there's no reason not to. And if you do decide to make a sustainable swap and then it comes in plastic packaging, it's so disheartening that you kind of want to throw the towel in and not even try. So I thought that I would pair kind of with Banish, I'd pair my background in journalism and research and education with all of this research that I was doing anyways to find the best sustainable products and put all of these small supplies that I was finding who were doing amazing things in one place and give them a platform to amplify and to get their products out there to a mass audience. So that's kind of how Banish came about. So it's an online store and education platform. Amazing. I love the whole concept behind it. How did you find all of your suppliers to come on board? Well, at first, it was literally me kind of being like, okay, so stainless steel straw, I've done that. So then now next, I'm going to look at my kitchen. So I'm going to decide that a Wedex isn't a very sustainable option. So I'm going to look for a better option, which for me was a hand-knitted dishcloth. So then I was on Etsy and I was doing all of this stuff. Then I'd email people and I'd say, hey, like just wondering if you could tell me where your thread's from or all of this stuff. So I was going so very, very in-depth. And then I'd find this great supplier who was kind of hand-knitting her dishcloths at home, bring her onto the platform and then start selling. So at first it was very much a personal mission and me just gradually making those swaps and those changes. And then now that it's kind of grown to the extent that it has, I'm getting people approaching me. So then it's betting them and having a look at their supply chain and where they get their products from, how they ship their products, all of their ethos. Amazing. How long was it between starting it as a personal project and being able to leave us at Pacific and leave your full-time job to pursue it more full-time? Um, I think it was I think it was about eight months. Wow. So it wasn't long looking back on it now. I think it's, it's Banished just had its two, second birthday um, on the weekend. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, so it hasn't been – it's like a very new business, but it got to the point where sustainability was becoming such a huge trend and I could see this need for it. And as much as I loved my job at Women's Health and Men's Health, and it was my dream job, it got to a breaking point where I went, okay, what am I going to do next? And what is sustainable for me as a person? And working full time and waking up at 4am every morning, which continued after the Mark Wahlberg um, challenge. Do you still do it? I did for that eight months. Right. Now I'm a 5am girl, so still early. 5am club? But yeah, not that, not that early. But yeah, it got to the point where I was, it wasn't sustainable for me to be running both. And that's when I decided to make the plunge and go full-time banish. Amazing. Now you mentioned vetting people before bringing them onto the platform. Do you have a set criteria they need to meet in terms of the packaging and the plastics and how they're made, where they're made? Yeah, so there is a very strict kind of set of guidelines, but because we stock such a variety of products from kind of reusable stainless steel straws to kind of silicon food wraps to beeswax wraps to everything, to beauty products, there's not kind of a set criteria overall. It's per category. So generally what I look for, especially in beauty, is that there's no parabens present, no palm oil. All packaging has to be plastic free. So when you get sent something, there's no bubble wrap, no plastic. Australia Post satchel, as little sticky tape as possible. And then also everything has to be fair trade. It doesn't have to be fair trade certified. This is something that when I initially started, everything had to be fair trade certified. But because all of the businesses that I'm dealing with are so small, 
it's very expensive in Australia to, to get be, that certification. Yeah, it is. It's hugely expensive and they kind of need to be selling enough in order to get that certification. So it's quite difficult. So everything, I kind of look at the different suppliers and where everything's made, but it doesn't have that certification. What's been the most innovative or interesting product you've come across? I think the fact is, this is kind of completely flipping your question the other way around, is that a lot of the products aren't that innovative because they're kind of taking a step backwards and that's what I love about it. I wasn't very sustainable before I started this. Kind of when we were growing up, we had a compost bin, but in no means did we have a plastic-free home when I was a kid. But it's going back to a metal razor, which our grandparents used years and years ago, which for me is this amazing brand new product. And I think, oh, great. I love this. It's so cool. And people are going, yeah, but people have been using those for years. So it's more taking steps backwards and going back to what we used to. So it's not kind of there are kind of new and innovative products coming out, but I think my favourite thing is about this whole movement is going back to basics and using what you've got. So maybe my question should be, what's the most obvious product there that we don't think of that's the easiest swap out to make? I'd have to say a bamboo toothbrush. Yeah, really? Yeah. So, well, if you think about it, every single plastic toothbrush you've ever used and anyone has ever used in their lifetime is somewhere on this planet today and it will outlive us. Oh, so, that's scary thought. Yeah. So if you think you probably use like, say, four toothbrushes a year, times it by your age. Like for me, that's over 100 toothbrushes that are just sitting probably on a beach in landfill somewhere. So switching to a bamboo toothbrush is so, so easy. It still brushes the same. My dentist approves of it. And the actual handle itself, you literally can bury in your garden or pop in a compost bin and it breaks down. And it's probably prettier sitting in your bathroom anyway, right? It is very pretty, very home beautiful style. (laughs) Love that. Now, do you have a favourite product apart from the toothbrush that you use the most out of all of your products on Banish? Oh, I'm a bit of an advocate. I pretty much use everything. But I do love we've got these. It'd have to be actually the hand-knitted dishcloths. Because they're really simple and easy and you don't realise it at the end of the day how many um, dishcloths you use at home because hygienically we should be using a new dishcloth every week. So you should be getting a new one or you should be washing it or sterilising it or doing something like that. So if you get one of these hand-knitted dishcloths, then you're able to use it over and over again. You just wash it with your towels and then kind of bring it out. And they last about four years. Oh, wow. I know. I haven't got – I literally have had mine for about two and a half years now. It's still going strong. And once it's finished with, I'll just pop it in the compost bin and it'll break down. So it's so easy. Whereas if you look at some of the other options, the Chucks's and the Wedexes, when you wash those as well, they actually – break off tiny pieces of microplastic that go down the sink into our drains and into our oceans and there's been a study that was done last year that showed that the average Australian eats five grams of plastic a week oh my goodness that's horrifying isn't it crazy so it's just about kind of bringing that awareness back and going okay so how can I make small changes to reduce the like even if it's tiny little pieces of plastic from entering the ocean it'll have a big impact that's a really scary stat have there been any other big numbers like that that have jumped out of your your research? Yes, there is a lot. I'd have to say the other one that really hits home for me is that on Earth there is one tonne of plastic for every human being. 
So for you Where and I, does that even fit? Exactly. It's in, well, there's a lot in our oceans. There's a lot in landfill. There's, it's just absolutely everywhere. And the thing is that we don't really have that many ways to reuse plastic at the moment. We're, there, we're seeing a lot of innovation and a lot of people are coming out with fashion labels that are using recycled plastic and bags that are made from old plastic bags, which is amazing and great. But there is so much out there. So if we can be doing anything to reduce the amount of plastic that we use in our homes, then it's making a difference. Well, that's a great positive note to finish up on. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us in the studio today. Thanks for having me. That's a wrap for the Daily Home Edit today. If you enjoyed this one, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. We'll see you next time.